When I got hired into my first job in industry, I truly thought that I was hired for my technical skills. That is until I toured the facility of this particular Global 1000 company, and I saw the labs there, they were the size of football fields, filled with automated machines that were producing unfathomable amounts of data. It was then that I realized that my technical know-how could easily be carried out by a robot. The real reason I was being hired and the real reason any PhD is being hired in industry is because of their transferable skills. Not to perform exper experiments as an example, but to manage them or manage the people and the robotics, the technicians doing them. Your transferable skills are often referred to as soft skills. They encompass all of the skills that give rise to your technical skills. From job to job, industry to industry, company to company, these skills are an asset no matter what career you choose. Many PhDs make the mistake of filling their resume and experience right, with only their specialties, their technical skills or specialty skills. Hiring managers, though, don't care that you can operate an instrument or are highly proficient in some academic research technique. PhDs that fail to shift their focus to transferable skills fail to get hired. Today, we'll go through the three major categories of transferable skills that you need to highlight in order to get hired. The first is systems-oriented skills. Systems are at the heart of any company operation, which, ma which makes them extremely important to employers. Systems allow businesses to scale. These types of skills demonstrate that you're able to understand, develop, and implement large-scale systems and processes. Have you written a lab protocol or helped create a new class lesson plan? Then the good news is you already have systems-oriented skills. To showcase your skills, you have to think in industry terms, though, okay? So say you kept a lab uh, stocked with the proper reagents and resources, or perhaps you help manage your department's budget. Then you could list terms like risk management or risk mitigation, right, for the inventory, or even financial acumen for budgeting. Now, the second skill set or group of skills under the transferable skills umbrella is people-oriented skills. Industry is team-oriented, okay? It's important for companies to know that you are able and willing to work with other members of a larger team. If you ever taught a class, led a discussion group, or had summer interns, you could list personnel development, right, as an example of this type of skill. If you've ever managed a project that required cross-departmental collaboration to accomplish a goal, you could include task delegation. Are you able to get along with different personalities at work? This may seem innocuous, but include this. Add flexibility or adaptability to your list of skills. The third and final skill set or grouping is self-oriented skills. This is, you guessed it, all about you. How you get things done. In academia, we're told right, that results are achieved in groups and that you as an individual should never take credit for an accomplishment. This way of thinking not only undermines your contributions, but it also leads employers to believe that you're less competent than you truly are. This is the time to brag, so to speak, or at least be direct. Let hiring managers know that you are detail-oriented, hardworking, a quick learner, able to operate autonomously, but also able to work with others. Your self-oriented skills are invaluable to a company because it's what brings new ideas to the table and allows companies to solve existing problems. The point I'm trying to make is this. You have these skills already. You just have to frame them in a way that someone in industry who doesn't have a PhD can understand them. This takes us to the end of today's transition report. Remember your value as a PhD and start thinking and acting like a successful industry professional.